Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to another week of Gee Thanks Just Bought It. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and this week we welcome Samantha Irby to the podcast. She is the author of her latest book, Wow, No Thank You. You know it as Gee Thanks Just Bought It's uh, official first book club pick. It's a perfect read during these hellish times. Uh, Samantha, welcome. Caroline, thank you for... uh having me on your illustrious <laughs> podcast which I do listen to because I mean people who know me know I love to buy shit and I love people's recommendations so hell yeah I'm an avid listener I'm and so purchaser happy. that is so lovely to hear uh as another obviously a fellow human who also loves to buy shit and will literally buy anything anyone tells me to buy that makes me, me so too. happy i feel like i knew i i feel like i kind of felt even like the opening chapter of your book where you're talking about like just watching people on instagram kind of like like show their you know what's on their dressers or like what's in your their bathroom and you being like should I buy that do I need that will that make me a better person I was like oh this person's my friend <laughs> yes <laughs> and I really do like all I want to most of the I don't know I shouldn't say most because it makes me sound like a vapid idiot but I follow a lot of those accounts that are like here's just a flat lay of stuff that I maybe put on my face you don't even see them putting it oh, yeah. on you just see that they've like artfully arranged it and that's all I ever want mm. to look at <laughs> I agree like right it's like oh this perfect like non-dusty countertop that you're photographing on top of mm -hmm. I can't relate but I so desperately want to relate um yep. no I to I totally get it what's the last thing I know that's not the thing that you brought but what's the last thing that you bought because someone on Instagram artfully displayed it well this is gonna be like kind of a letdown but well <laughs> I don't know maybe because it's not like that beautiful but I saw in somebody's spread um some Paula's Choice exfoliating toner solution situation. Sure. And all I ever want is to put something on my face that like stings and feels like it's doing something. Yep. And that's like the perfect, the perfect stuff. She also had, I don't, I wish I remember what account it was, but she also had um, like reusable like washable facial rounds, you know, she's like, Incredible. I care about the environment. Right. And I'm like, oh man, I guess I don't because I just have those like long tubes of them that you get from the <laughs> Yeah, for 99 cents. 
Yeah. So I bought some reusable uh, rounds that now I'm like, Mother Earth. I used it once and I tr- I washed it and then I was like, is this actually clean? And then it like <laughs> went back to cotton. Um, but this like pour solution really does like, uh, you know, for the first three minutes uh, after I put it on, I'm like, oh my God, my skin is so like, shiny and tight and youthful i love a toner for that exact reason it's like i want to feel my seven dollars from cvs working on that face like yes i buy the up you know the up and up target brand of toner yes but i do put yes, it on that's a big part of my skin routine also just because it you're right it's like the one thing that i use that actually feels like it's working like yes i'm you're doing the job i paid you to do um, yes but it's like the least sexy of the facial things uh-huh. right because cleansers are like foamy and sexy and you can like rub them in like a sexy way on your face and like oils and serums same thing moisturizers same thing yep. and then here's like toner the actual workhorse which you have to like slough onto your face yeah it's like you're literally they're... bleaching your face like i'm gonna start taking my like if i had extra clorox wipes to spare i'd probably just start wiping my face with those like yes yes <laughs> just for good I measure the feeling of the cotton disintegrating as i really grind it into my gigantic 40 year old pores mind you i have the biggest pores on my nose and i also i also am like i probably am at this point 80 percent cotton because it's probably like still in my nose like the pores haven't gotten smaller because of the toner it's the cotton is filling them like um, like a manhole on the street (laughs) and i'm like i'm the picture of beauty um but you know what we haven't seen any humans in so long so it's like if you can just get the right filter on your face no one's ever going to see your pores again for horrible yes. reasons but it's but it's maybe the silver lining I will take it I was so when we first went into lockdown I mean my like gleeful you know watching the hot takes roll in I was like mm. when are we gonna get the article that is like how to do your makeup for zoom and truly like two days after yeah, I, said I was gonna that, say like immediately like, yeah yeah <laughs> It was like the best products to make yourself really shine on Zoom. The thing, the best product for Zoom is getting a like amazing new computer that actually like makes you, you know, isn't covered with like peanut butter or whatever <laughs> is on my, my, my camera. That, right. The first, that first little, <laughs> that little shiny layer. But the, the peanut butter is sort of like a DIY filter. It's like, oh, are you there? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I'm still here. You know, Zoom. <laughs> What I learned because I actually did click on the like Tom Ford's tips for like looking hot on Zoom, oh, which I like after I, I haven't put on a bra in a month. So I don't know what I'm thinking yeah. I'm going to get out of this because I'm like, I'm not willing to actually change my uh, habits. So, like, oh, OK. Like, but like, honestly, the Tom Ford's tips was like, use Tom Ford's translucent powder. And I was like, oh, OK, this is an ad. Um, yeah. And I clicked on it anyway. But there apparently in Zoom, there is a setting that like you can go and it says like, uh, you know, like um, make my appearance like look better. It like puts a soft filter on you. Like you what? can. Yeah. You can literally like change a setting in Zoom, <laughs> which I like appreciate because it's like Zoom knows what the people want. It's like, yeah, give me the soft focus like 
pretty yes. filter from Snapchat on my work camera and like I'll pay you as much money as I have. It's not that much, but I'll I'll give it to you. <laughs> I will give you my eleven dollars. Going to do that. Cause like if this if I just had like work zooms, that would be one thing because like everybody at work already knows like how ugly and greasy you are, so it doesn't matter. But all my zooms are like please tell people to buy your book. Yes. And like, I'm, I need a filtered, beautiful, like people don't want to buy ugly people shit. So I'm already <laughs> like, you know, it's tough. It's a tough stuff. I'm like, please, I know I'm ugly. Please buy it. It's funny. <laughs> but on zoom, like when they actually can see my face, it's harder. I'm like, no, it really is funny. Please just like squint. It's, so now, now take off your glasses, know. take out your contacts, yeah. move 40 feet away from the computer. Put How good computer do I look across the room? I love and that. Then, and just listen to me talk. So now I'm going to try that filter shit. It's good. It's, yeah, it's I want that. It's just like, I'm also going to send you when we're offline. I'll put this in the show notes too. I did read this like very kind of, in-depth article about like how to light your face correctly and I like moved some desk lamps over to my work desk and was like just trying it out it it does actually really help I was gonna say so like I used to take these dance classes when I lived in New York but I I wear glasses but I would not wear my glasses during the dance class and I looked amazing when I was dancing because it was just a blur of a human like I'd look in the mirror and I'm like oh yeah you got the moves but I've put on my glasses and it's like ah um I did not that's incredible has it been weird that's like a genius life hack take off your glasses <laughs> like <laughs> it's all just um I was gonna ask you what's it like having a book come out I mean look you were what number one on the New York Times bestseller list this week last week one whatever week we're taping this I mean so I was gonna say is has it been hard to have a book come out during this but you're doing fine but has, has it been different because I mean you've gotten all these opportunities with your last two books to to actually sort of like be able to be present for the the publicity part of it like has it been mm-hmm. weird just to rely on the fact that you're like I hope people are reading right now and yeah I hope so they're I reading do, me it's like twofold I do miss the hugging like I enjoy the going to a bookstore and like reading for 20 minutes Mm. and then like sweatily hugging everyone who uh, came out and wants like to hug. Um, So I miss that. Although I hate traveling. So I'm like, well, at least I don't have to like dash through an airport and like poop on a plane or whatever. So, so that, so that's like kind of good and bad. The hard thing is like trying to strike a delicate balance between uh, like peddling myself, which is what you have to do. You just have yes. to be everywhere. And beca- especially with books, because like the next book, you know, more books come out the next week. So it's like, you know, I got to get everything in while I right. can before people like forget about me or I look desperate. So it's like striking that delicate balance between like, please buy this thing. I made it for you. Mm-hmm. It's great. And being like, okay, I understand we are in a crisis. I think the one thing that has saved me from feeling like a gross monster is that the book is funny. And I can say, like, if since you're stuck at home, if you need a laugh, like, this book is all comedy bits and jokes. Like, there's nothing that's going to bring you down. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, like, you hate me, then, like, you know, (laughs) please skip it. Uh, It's not going to make you feel. The one caveat is if 
you do you dislike me as a person you will not like this book no yeah. it's it's really true i i i told you this like multiple times like i peed my pants the first time i picked it up which was pre-pandemic and then like a few weeks ago when i decided to make this the book club pick it was because i was like in such a hole of like depression and like i couldn't stop like doom scrolling twitter and i like every link was like people are dead and like this is horrible and like our president's uh-huh. a moron and i was like i need, I need something else and like i picked up your book and i started peeing again and it was like the rivers like flow i was just like this is the funniest thing i've ever and also you and i have that in common in that like our bladder i i have a, also a weak pelvic floor and every time i oh. sneeze i pee so like yes. i uh, i really relate on so many levels to a lot of the stuff you're writing but it's just like so funny to to it it makes it funnier now like nothing in the world is funny right now like it's truly horrible and to be able to pick up a book that is so funny and has nothing to do with this and is like just so enjoyable has been such a treat so you have done us a real service I can't believe you planned this pandemic honestly here's the thing I call myself dumb (laughs) just to distract people from the fact that I am uh, capable of biological warfare. We knew it. In order to to steer sails. (laughs) Look, people have done far worse in life. I feel like this is just an incredible, you know, hats off to your marketing team. A real real feat. They work really hard. They work really hard. They they did it. We really appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Samantha Irby's recommendation this week on G Thanks Just Bought It. Okay, we're back. Uh, Samantha, you love buying stuff. You're easily, you're, you know, by your own admission, easily influenced. Um, Yes. What did you, what did you bring for me this week? What did you bring for the podcast? Okay. So I wanted to, I mean, I buy many things. Targeted Instagram ads are truly like my kryptonite. Like I'm the person they exist for. But (laughs) in choosing something for today, I wanted it to be uh, on brand, if you will. And I chose the tushy travel bidet oh my god Uh, it is so it's made of this okay it's kind of like a an expandable water bottle okay that's made out of this silicone that feels like really good to hold okay so you you stretch it open and there's a a lid Mm -hmm. you unscrew the lid you fill it with water and then there's a little like nozzle spout. I don't really know what they call okay. it. I should have looked that up. And it's got three three little holes in it. And so you put the cap back on once you fill it up with water. And then after you poop, you uh, kind of, well, you choose whatever angle works best for you. <laughs> and you just kind of squeeze it. And it sprays three little streams at your butthole. <laughs> and then you keep squeezing until you're clean. Oh. Okay. Uh, first of all, I didn't really think about this. But now with the toilet paper shortage, I mean, truly, yeah. this thing will come in handy. Um, Absolutely. I, I first got it around Christmas time and I was thinking like with all the traveling I would have to do for the book like you know an airport dingleberry I no (laughs) one wants to sit on the plane with that 
<laughs> this little thing. Oh and I, and the, the airport bathroom is like every, there's all, you just, I just let my hair down in there, right? Because people really do like just bathe in the sink. They do whatever they have to do oh, yeah. before people they get on a plane. Nuts. I understand. Yeah. Yes. I truly understand. So I was like, it won't be weird for me to fill this thing up and sure. like, spray my asshole in a <laughs> stall at Dulles. So um I didn't get to tour, but I do use it at home. Yeah. And it's like it's pretty genius. I'm I mean, looking at it online right now. It looks it looks like a cool water bottle. So you could literally be uh-huh. carrying it around. Everyone's like, oh cool water bottle and you're like, thanks. It's my bidet. <laughs> um and it's like it's like 30 bucks. Like, yes, which is exactly how much you want to pay for a travel bidet. Yes. And it's like easy to clean because I know like that's another thing, like traveling with something specifically for your butt is like, oh, should I? But it's easy to clean. It dries quickly. Uh, It comes with a little carabiner attached. Like if you really want (laughs) to. Like a real hiker. (laughs) Like you're a woodsman. (laughs) <laughs> people your bidet. I imagine that kind of thing is for people who go camping, which is something I would never sure, do. Literally so it, never. Yeah, it would not occur to me to use it for that. But <laughs> the carabiner makes it look like sporty and outdoorsy. Yeah, if yeah. You're, Picture if of you're into that kind of if you're I, into that kind I've, of thing. I love this. I um I think this is genius. I mean, I just I wish we were traveling more because I would schedule trips just to use the bidet I wouldn't even care about where I was going it's like it's like do you so do you have a bidet at home no and I think they make an like attachable to the toilet Mm. version Mm -hmm. um which I should really invest in I I have to say I don't love having a wet butt um (laughs) which (laughs) which is why? Who does? Which is why I haven't invested in one. Sure. At at home, and also, here's when like people come over. I don't want to explain a hundred times. Not that we have so many guests, but like, yeah, you know, explaining to people what that weird thing attached to your toilet is. Sure. It's just I don't want to do that. But I do like on on the road, and you don't even have to be like on the road on the road, just out and about when your butt like just doesn't get as squeaky clean I love that as you want it it's just miserable well it's funny it's just funny just because we're like the one of the only countries that like really doesn't do bidets like we like like in the in the western world like Europe is like all in on the bidet um, mm-hmm. it does, it does clean a lot better. I mean, imagine taking a shower. Like there's a reason why we don't just like rub paper towels all over our body and call <laughs> it a day. Like water does do the trick. Um, it's funny yes. though, because the first time I used a bidet that like was like when I was in college and like went to Europe and like, it was like, a, we like, we're like, oh, this is a joke. But now as an adult, um, like my friends have one in New York and I like used it cause it's like in their house. And I like actually have the opposite reaction, which is I was like, oh my God, thank God one of my friends has one. Now I can like come over here and like yes. when I'm at their house, like try it out. So I feel like you should get one because I think people would actually <laughs> secretly be really into it. Um, 
But it's funny because it works so much. Be- like toilet paper is actually like, the gross thing that we do. Like yes. we've, we've all convinced ourselves that like getting too clean is disgusting. <laughs> like we just yeah. want to like use toilet paper. Thank you very much. And now there's yeah. a shortage. So you're really prepared. I so I used to use like the like the wet nap kind of cloths like when I lived alone Mm -hmm. but then like you hear that those are like so bad for the plumbing and stuff so I stopped but I have not graduated to like a full a full bidet and the attachment I don't know I feel like it has to be the real thing or nothing which is why I haven't done the attachment but this is like a a little way to kind of have one um and you know get yourself get yourself clean on the move because sometimes at home I have it I mean this is probably going to get too deep for people but I have my system pretty well trained to go in the morning Mm -hmm. before I take a shower so then I just I wipe I do wash my hands I saw a debate on Twitter about whether you should wash your hands after you poop if you're going to get in the shower and the answer is yes I can't imagine (laughs) <laughs> like the argument for not like what like like people are like people are just disgusting oh it's so i mean this and, and this truly in these times i want to imagine that because you and i have been talking about having you come on the show for like such a long time like before all of this but because mm-hmm. you were going to be on tour for the book we were like trying to figure out a time that would work i want to imagine that this was going to be a recommendation all along and it just it just like fits into the theme now because it's like well no one has toilet paper anymore or whatever but like this <laughs> this whole crisis is truly unmasking in a way that I don't like how gross people really are. Like, have you noticed, I think we've talked about this before on an episode, but I just want to bring it up again because I can't get over it. Have you noticed how many men are like, whoa, my hands are so dry. I'm like, have you ever washed your hands before? Like, they're like, oh, I need like a moisturizer or something. My hands are so dry from washing my hands so much. It's like the first time they've ever come in contact with soap and they're like tweeting about it. Like, it is. You know what that makes me think about? How many people don't moisturize yes like the constant washing i'm like oh okay maybe they were dirty before but they definitely (laughs) were dry and ashy yeah because all of the people who are like i don't know what to do about my dry hands it's It's like like, there's a whole lotion there's a whole product it's a a, an aisle at the it's a whole target aisle of things to rub on right. your dry that's body so you. it doesn't feel dry. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that's killing Wild. me is the people who are like, I don't know what to do about being dry. And I'm like, <laughs> if I, we truly could like maybe not leave the house for lotion yeah. for uh, easily more than a year. Totally. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like there are lotion. There is a lotion on every flat surface in this house before all of the hand washing Absolutely. we just like to be moisturized so like as shocking as the washing is to, to you know to see that people are unused to it yeah the moisturizing is even more shocking it, to i me. feel like it's like black people and women are like yes. um yes we've known about the lotion like we <laughs> <laughs> like uh welcome 
it is truly like that the only people on twitter i've seen who are like truly like screaming about this are like all of my black friends and like all of my female friends um and everyone else is like i've never it just seems like an unsolvable problem there's nothing out there that could potentially help this someone should invent something and meanwhile like everyone else is like screaming at the top of their like i found i literally found like um, a hand moisturizer like in the glove compartment of my car that I haven't seen in like six months but it's because I have a lotion tucked in every crevice of like yes. every single bag every, every single bag. pocket like there's a lotion in like some sort of travel size big size in the bathroom we've got the Costco size I am like slathered I can't even get my clothes on after I shower you have to just like <laughs> wait until and you know what I didn't complain about how much I was washing my hands because I was moisturized and I'm glad to hear right. that you were too and it's yeah. I think it's telling that people are 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 okay to tweet about it because I think it's embarrassing and I think it's like you know what you want to admit that you're dry that's fine you want to admit that you don't know what lotion is <laughs> like with I know we're living in like a lawless land right now but I think that people should have a little bit more humility about the yeah. things that they know and that they don't know and I think people assume that they are the standard. I always assume if something, if I'm like, oh my God, my feet, what is this green? Yeah, I don't know. What, what is this slime growing on them? <laughs> I don't assume that everyone has green slime and can relate to me if I tweet it. Right. I assume that I am the one right. with green slime feet and I quietly to myself Google how to treat it. Right. I would never just post oh god this gross thing about me that must be happening to you too right? like no, who doesn't know that this I would feeling be <laughs> but I kind of but I also like on the flip kind of appreciate that like that's where we've evolved because you know in sixth grade when I were I don't know how old I was when I got my period I don't know 12 or 13 it's like I got my period and I'm like I must be the only one like this is just a thing that happens to my body specifically and like wouldn't talk about it with my friends because like didn't know how to talk about it and meanwhile like right it's like tweeting like hey does anyone else notice that this like oozy shit comes out of your body oh just me cool okay yeah like it's like oh like we're very comfortable like twitter has become a google of sorts like it's I, just it's like weird. oh let's just everyone want to weigh in on my weird body like ex <laughs> like things coming out anyone anyone my pores yep but oh, like God. meanwhile I'm like, some things you gotta say for the group <laughs> chat which is what i do or the therapist i'm like uh Guys, I have weird hair in this place. <laughs> you? Oh, no? Okay. Gonna keep that to myself oh, and wow. maybe go oh, to the shit. doctor. My account was hacked. Who said that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, feel, I do not want to tell the world. I do really appreciate, though, that we are all equalized. All women are equalizing right now on this front of like, we're all going to emerge from this like in desperate need of like an eyebrow and lip wax and yep. pedicure. And yes. like there's no I mean, I can do like a manicure at home and like and like deal with it. But like there's just no replacement for someone who actually knows how to do a pedicure. Like you can't you can slough some nail polish on your toes and then again from far away from you know five feet up looks pretty good but like I can't wait to like get some actual work done when this is yeah. when this ends I can't wait to get like the hair off my face um, <laughs> I, I I bleach my hair blonde so that's gonna be interesting <laughs> like when I come out of my house in a year and half oh. my hair is like very dark brown and half of it is like 
you know, peroxide. I mean, are color. you are you ready for that? Have you like emotionally grappled? Oh, I'm I'm so ready. Like okay, I'm good. I'm stewing. It might it might be the thing that takes my marriage down, and I know that you're married too. So like you get it. Like someone else. Like you're like no one's seeing me, and then there's like someone else in your house who's like I am actually seeing you right now. Yeah. Like, I, uh-huh. <laughs> but you I'm know, watching your full right. transformation into <laughs> into yeti. A sloth. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I feel very, um, I feel more at home with myself in this, uh, state than I'm actually kind of surprised at how good this feels. So I think I'll, I'll be very excited, you know, to, for the day that, um, I mean, look, also, a lot of these things are also in my control. Like, I have a razor. I could shave my legs. I'm just not going to do it. But, like, uh, (laughs) but, like, I will, I will appreciate, like, the day one out when it's, like, you know, you're you're like a slick, shaved, pedicured, waxed human. But then I know a week later I'll be like, I want to go back to the pandemic when we weren't doing this. Like, I don't want to spend any money to wax my eyebrows anymore. Yeah. So who knows? I, might I mean, turn- I am an advocate of the not doing things. <laughs> yeah. So I I am. This is just my natural state. Love and it. I love seeing everyone else get here and recognize <laughs> that like, this is the way to be. Because the thing is, if we all stop, I mean, there's always going to be one person who's like waxed like a mannequin yeah. and yeah, like, you know, her. trussed up. But <laughs> if most of us like just kind of keep riding this like brawless bearded wave, <laughs> These are the new beauty standards. Yeah, maybe we won't have to go back. (laughs) Maybe we won't. Do you have one thing? So for me, my one thing is... I, I really do wash and dry. when I wash my hair, I dry my hair. Um, mm-hmm. And I because I cannot do some people are like, oh, I have to get dressed in the morning. No, I don't. I could literally get in the shower and then put on the same pajamas I've had on for like two weeks. Me too. And feel nothing. Um, yep. But I have to I have to dry my hair. It makes me feel clean. It makes me feel it's like the minimum thing I can do. Do you have like one thing that you are not giving up on? Um, I am still. So I sometimes a lot of times shave my head yeah uh, and when my hair grows it's very it's like corkscrew kind of twisty curls nice. it's too much for me to deal with um but I can't go to the barber so my hair is getting long and I have been doing my very tedious hair uh moisturizing and styling mm. every single day wow what is the process so I have to, I've gotten it down. I wash it with a, like a lush shampoo bar, nice. which I do splurge on those. Um, I like to pretend I care about the environment, but only when it comes to like you, overpriced right. products. <laughs> right. You're like, this is actually charity that I'm doing here. Yeah. <laughs> so then I, I, it's like wash my hair in the shower, dry towel, dry it. And then I use this like, Cantu moisturizing cream. So the extra step, and I would have chosen this if it weren't so niche as my product, but I use this thing called a twisted up comb. Okay. It's not a comb at all. It looks like a little tennis racket and it's for natural black hair Mm -hmm. and you take it I'll send you a picture of it you take it and you kind of like rub it around in circles oh I'm googling it on your hair cool you you rub it around in circles on your hair and it makes little twists like it really defines 
your little corkscrew twists and it goes it makes it takes my hair from like uh you know dry looking puffy cotton ball to like these defined coily twists that are like very cute yeah it doesn't take a long time but it takes longer than like having a, sh- a shaved head yeah. uh, cuz then i just kind of like wash my scalp and put a little a little product on it to keep it from looking dry i'm looking so, at the before and afters of people using the twisted up comb and it like this makes so much sense to me like it's it's incredible yeah i know i now understand how many people i probably know who use one because like <laughs> it no it's like the same it's like it's like it goes from like a frizzy sort of like one unit sort of yep. hair to like yep. actually individualized pronounced Corkscrew. Yes. Cool. Oh, this is cool. And it does look like a tennis racket. Yeah. It, I, I the love first that. time my barber, so I went to the barber and he, we decided to like leave my hair a little longish, which he likes. And I was like, oh, but it looks so puffy. I look like a Q tip. And then he used it on my head and I was like, give me that. Yeah. How much did it cost? I will pay you whatever. <laughs> look how good I look. And he just gave it to me for free because he's so a nice. nice dude. But I have purchased several so that I can have them all over the house. Yeah. But yeah, that is my one thing I do is I do moisturize my hair and use my twisted up. So comb. I'm glad to know that we're both hair people it's like the yes. one thing it's like I don't yes. need to like shower every day but I, my hair yeah, would like no. nice look to nice now do, with the twisted up comb can you do it like is there a certain length of natural hair that it works best on or like even if you had a little bit longer because I'm seeing like these guys who have a little bit longer hair using it but like is there a limit as to uh, like what length it works best on well, some, so when my hair is first growing, it, it, there needs to be something for it to grab a hold of. Yep. So it, I have to have like a minimum uh, length. But I don't know because I get so nuts. I get driven so crazy by having any hair on my head that I've never let my hair get super long. Mm. Um, I'm always like, and it truly, it makes my barber cry every time, but I usually go like six months and then I'm like, okay, Dre, please cut it all <laughs> off. I would like to see my scalp again. I love uh, but that. I, I don't know. Well, it, I will I will chart my progress for you please since we are on lockdown and I refuse <laughs> to cut my own hair. Uh, That's I'll smart though. Know. That's smart. Yeah. You shouldn't be cutting your own hair. My husband just <laughs> had me do like the four on the clippers the other day in the yard and uh-huh. let me tell you I didn't like the experience. I was like also because I'm de- I definitely did it wrong and I was like looks good. Um, but like you know you know he's like like he's like like guy's hair grows so fast um and he doesn't really like it when it gets like all shaggy and like and I was like okay I'll do it but I I I can't do anything don't give me any like I can't I can't like switch it up like if you want like a four on the clipper you're getting a four around the entire head I'm not going like I'm not giving you like a fade so pick what you want And don't get mad at me. I didn't go to barber school. Like, this is an actual skilled profession. Like, don't, I can't just, like, get out here with a razor. And I imagine also for natural hair that, like, you have to be really careful. Like, there's, there's, like, a way, like, a a way and a direction in which to cut it so that it grows back looking like the way that you want it. Yes. Um, Yeah. I can't fade my own hair. Yeah. So if I cut it, I just have to use... I mean, this might scare you. I use like a one guard or even the little half guard and just like go all the way down wow. to the wood. A reckless. But it, I, I love it. I know. I, re- I live on the edge you do. of the razor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, 
oh my god we're going insane it's like we're like ah like rubber room like laughing like oh my god like pun pun, pun. i know it's, it's like talking to anyone who doesn't live in this house is like oh my god let you want to hear some bad puns want to hear some real. dad jokes want me to do my routine for right. you yeah do you want but <laughs> have you but yeah cutting cutting your hair yeah at, at home is too tricky yes i don't like it i'm i'm with you i have I'm, I'm so in awe of my friends who are like giving themselves bangs and oh no that's a bad idea and this well but they all look amazing and so here's where i have to be like look you are older than 26 like your you know frontal <laughs> cortex has developed like you know like i tell myself i'm like you know like when if if this was happening and i was 22 you don't even understand the hair that i would have i would have already yeah. cut it with like a like a kitchen pizza shears <laughs> and been like it looks great or like been like i can't believe it looks bad who would have ever thought that it would not have looked good but now i'm like you are a fully developed brain uh-huh. adult like you know that like yep. my friend shannon cut her bangs well no i think she got them pre-pandemic well she looks amazing i think she might be trimming them my friend you know ariana rebellini she yes. cut all of her hair off and she looks amazing she just like literally put it in a ponytail and like chopped it and I like had to like hide the scissors from myself because all my friends look so good and I know better I would look horrible and so I it's the same thing it's like Instagram influencers like like pandemic version where everyone's like going like nuts on themselves and I have to be like you can't do that Caroline like like, that that does not work for you because if you mess it up you can't I mean there's no fixing it for you a regular person who did not go to beauty school right it's like you can't fix it right and there's no YouTube video that can just right I mean, there are, and that's why I won't search for them because I'm sure there's like a really good one that I'm like, well, actually, oh, I got good joke about my own bangs. Now, how's how is this pandemic going for your marriage? Like, what's it what's it been like? If you want to um, tell me, like, sum it up because I'd love to talk about it for me too. It's been uh, fine. I <laughs> so my wife is a social worker in the public schools, okay. and Michigan shut down schools. I like a few weeks ago they were like, Yeah, uh, we're done and we're done until September. Wow. Um, so but here's the thing. My wife is a person who is like she would go for a walk and a run in the same day, you know, in like the same a week maniac. Like, what is she likes to be outside Weird. and do things. Mm-hmm. So like it's been fine for me. It has been interesting watching her grapple with the inside life yes (laughs) and are you like welcome like welcome to my (laughs) yeah yeah I'm like look at what I do all day absolutely nothing like hey do you want to move do you want to sit over here now and then go sit in this other place (laughs) then we can sit over here then we can lie down in this room this room has a laying down place and she's like slowly going crazy she's like oh you just move from room to room I'm I'm just gonna sit in this chair and you're like oh well yeah i already sat in the other chair for two hours get with the program it is so there's been a lot of cooking nice and she has a garden so she's done some planting okay but for the most part i think i think between us it's fine i do feel bad yeah because it is hard i do feel like a little guilt even like on twitter and stuff when people are like i'm going crazy and i'm like oh this is my 
dream this is your default is just to be inside yeah, yeah. It's, it's the it's the same for us actually it seems like i am the you and dan my husband dan is your wife and that he <laughs> but he like so he's an outdoor person and that he really enjoys so we have like an outside here in la and um mm-hmm. he's been gardening and he likes to he likes to cook so he's actually like in a good place but we have such we have like a really independent of each other sort of relationship where we're like mm-hmm. we always are doing things separate of each other like that's kind of why we got married in the first place was we like we operate this same we don't you know we don't want we just don't we have friends for like different things that we like to do and then he and I come together to do things that we like to do together and now we're like oh my god you're the only person I'm hanging out with we're like six months (laughs) and I was like I like two TVs are like really great um we wa- we don't like anything we we do not watch the same tv um yeah i want to watch like scary like murder like svu calms me um yep. i'm really into like oh like hulu i think specifically like similar to instagram ads just like shows me things that like it thinks i want to watch so every time i turn on hulu it's like casey anthony like the menendez brothers and it's like every time i'm like oh yeah and dan's like no so dan's like in the other room watching like reruns of new girl and i'm in watching like some like like weird like rape plot of svu being like this is the only thing that brings me peace um yeah and and we've also been getting into the so before we got married you know how like they people give their like partners like like a watch and then like i don't know i it's something i saw on pinterest it's like you give them like a like i gave like i gave my husband like a groom's gift or whatever uh-huh but okay. like i gave him a nintendo switch because he doesn't like he wouldn't do anything with a watch um uh-huh. so so now we're like, oh, we have the Switch. Like, we'll play Mario Kart. And I was like, can we please, like, buy Animal Crossing? Everyone's tweeting about Animal Crossing. I want to know about Animal Crossing. And he, like, made fun of me for a really long time. And then we bought it, and he has not given me back the Switch since. He will not stop playing Ooh. Animal Crossing. And and I was like, this was my idea. And he's like, I have to catch the fish. I'll be right back. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> See, that, that's a thing that won't happen with us because we don't have a switch i'm not a video you're not a gamer game person i'm not good still at time, them Sam. and i don't like to feel like bad, bad. yes when i'm like fa- failing at something so i'm yep. like i got i got off that train a long time ago but we have like kirsten is like a read a book go stretch outside mm. kind of person and i like to read but if there's a tv option i'm always gonna pick that first uh-huh. and so i there's zero competition for things because she's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna figure out how to make my own kombucha and i'm like you know what i'm gonna do watch eight hours of the same show they would get it while along. sitting very still yes, they would get along really well I was like very excited to like for the prospect of going to the store because I haven't been to the store in a week and a half and like Dan uh-huh. won't let me go because he's like we don't need to go that's the whole point but we're almost out of milk and I was like I'm gonna go to the store where you need milk and he's like it's fine I'm just gonna make oat milk like when we're out and I was like absolutely oh, no. fucking not you aren't no. gonna make oat no. milk but it's like no. that's not fun to- once I got a sewing machine and when I sat down at it for the very first time in my entire life and was not able to make my own clothes I gave up I was like I don't want to like learn I need to be good at it immediately or else I like abandon ship (laughs) we're gonna unless I can make an actual outfit on try one yeah exactly I don't want to make a pillowcase the first day I sit down I want to make a full dress oh I can't then I'm done (laughs) sewing forever what's the point (laughs) we're gonna take another quick break and we will be right back 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, we're back. Now that we're on the subject of TV, and I'm glad that you and I are both like self-proclaimed. Yeah, sure, I could read a book, but what about television? Uh, um, yes. What are like? I am now in the mood. Um, so I just I just spent twelve dollars and ninety nine cents on Amazon Prime to buy the Craigslist Killer, which is one of my favorite Lifetime movies. Uh, it came out like maybe nine years ago because the Craigslist Killer was like, do you remember the Craigslist Killer? Like the actual story? No. Oh, it was a preppy medical student in Boston luring sex workers to hotels and murdering them, and it was what shut down the um, erotic. Uh, job listings or like classifieds on craigslist which sucks because sex workers should be able to work without the threat of being murdered by like a bu medical student and it like fucking blows that like craigslist couldn't be like how about we just make safer measures um so that these people do not get murdered while just trying to do their jobs but like the movie itself is delicious like such good lifetime it's like here's some actors that like you don't know like maybe you saw them in the background of like some other show you've watched a tight 90 minutes you get like kind of it the the law and order feel of it uh like there's a baldwin in this one like i think it's billy and he just comes out of nowhere as like the boston cop which like chef's kiss and and then it's over and you know you go about your life you don't really think of it again until like eight years later when you're in a global crisis and you're like i really love to watch that again so like i bought that on prime super good i bought this other one or no i had the one that was streaming is like this John Stamos one about it's called the two Mr. Kissels and it's about um the po the, these two brothers in the post 2008 crash who like scammed their uh like co-op board and like just stole all this money and then the one of the wives murdered one of the husbands by putting by putting rohypnol in his milkshake and then clubbing him with a candlestick and I was like yes need to watch that so I'm wondering I need some trash I want to watch trash I don't I want to watch something that I can also kind of be on my phone while it's on you know and Mm -hmm. I'm not missing too much tell me what you're watching so I recently, uh, because I never look at any of my like bank account information or PayPal, love that stressful <laughs> to see how much I'm wasting on things. Yeah. But I had to look for something. I had to find my routing number. So I was like, let me take a look through here and saw that I was paying for CBS all access. Oh, so then I was did you like, watch like an oh. award show and forget? <laughs> I probably, knowing me, I probably got it for either Survivor or Amazing Race. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sure that's why I initially got it. Love it. So then I was like, let me see what's on here. Also, I did watch all of The Good Wife and like CSI when it was on. I guess I'm a, 
I was already your grandmother uh, <laughs> 10 years ago because I was watching all these shows. So I was like, well, let's take a look at this and see uh, what I've purchased for myself. And so I started watching the show Evil, mm. which is it's by the Kings who made The Good Wife and The Good Fight which I yes, also watch. So good. They do like that thing they do where it's like good and compelling and real, except there's like one tiny element of it. That's like, are you nuts? What yeah. is this? <laughs> that, like evil has that times 10. Okay. It's about this guy. So if you watch the good wife and the good fight, um, you remember that, like, the drug dealer character, mm-hmm. Lamont? Oh, except he's also Luke Cage. So Mike Coulter, who's, like, a real star now, not just, like, the drug dealer from The Good Wife, <laughs> um, plays this guy <laughs> who is, he's training to be a priest, and he and his, I want to say friend, but he and this other guy have been investigating kind of like um, hauntings and possessions, that kind of thing to see if they're real. They link up with this woman who's a forensic psychologist. And then the three of them investigate hauntings, uh, exorcisms, and they either try to debunk them as like, oh, no, you're actually, like, having a psychotic episode. Or it's like, oh, wait, this is actually Satan, and you are giving birth to Satan's baby. It is somehow, like, you're right in it, and it's, like, super compelling, and Uh you're like, oh, my God, I have feelings for these people. But also there are, like, demons and Satan itself. I love that. It's incredible. There's only one season you will watch – the one season and then watch it again because it's so bonkers okay, and great. good. I love it's, to do rewatches of things. So like yeah, anything that's great. really primed for like once it's over, just sort of rewinding it to the beginning and starting again is like my cup of tea. Yeah. I and also, the new season of The Good Fight just came out. Yes. So oh, I'm doing worry. a I'm rewatch nice. of that. Oh God, it's so good. It's so good. And I even think it's better than The Good Wife. Like I liked The Good Wife, but I love uh-huh. The Good Fight. Um, Me too. I think it's just because Bransky is, is – uh, I just want her in every scene and in the good fight she kind of is. Me so. too. And her Marissa, the assistant, yes. who was like Eli Gold's daughter, I, whoever that actress is, put her in every show. Yes. I love her. Incredible. I also want to say I just really respect that you found out that you had been paying for CBS and instead of just trying to cancel it and get your money back, you just found things to watch. <laughs> like you were like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I have this. Thing, it's, it's five bucks, which is why right. I didn't notice it. It's not like, you know, yeah. I don't know, like YouTube TV or whatever, which is like $50. Yeah. Like it's five bucks. I, I'm like, oh, that's, it's like the same thing with like Microsoft Office and everything I signed up yeah. to use one time. I pay for like time. stamps.com now and I cannot figure out how to cancel it so every month and also like Planet Fitness which you know got like a $20 donation from me for like years and I never went which is their exact business plan and I respect that too so I'm like all right I'll pay you but yeah $5 is like that's great there's a lot of stuff that I pay way more for yes (laughs) so there's that that you get less from (laughs) and CBS also like not to be a commercial for CBS but they also (laughs) have like Melrose Place 90210 Family Time um like they have a lot of old 80s stuff that was like on nbc i think like the jeffersons i mean they have 
all kinds Incredible. of stuff that make your five bucks worth it. That's so funny because while we're talking about this, I and you were like, oh, I never look at my credit card. I'm like, I just went and like logged into Chase and it's like you missed your credit card payment date. And I was like, great. <laughs> amazing. I'm like in a quarantine. The only thing I care about is my hair. Meanwhile, like all of my payments are going into default and I'm like about to lose my house. And I'm like, but my hair's clean. Um, CBS is a great once I pay this credit card bill. CBS is a great way to spend my next five bucks. Um, yeah. I feel like I could just I we've been talking for almost an hour and I just want to talk to you forever and I wish we could (laughs) but I'm so on May 4th now like think we're going to air this episode after or like around the same time the the G Thinks book club talks about um Wow, no, thank you. Um, okay. I know there is a, a wealth of interviews that you've done, and I don't want to, I hate when people repeat the same questions over and over and over again. But is there anything that you would like to share like with the people in this community who have read your book? Um, any like sort of, any like maybe story that didn't make it in, any kind of like, I don't know, like untold well, I mean, thing before? I did, I did have a story that didn't, make it in because I didn't uh, get around to writing it. But well, I love that reasoning. That's fine. I, <laughs> like... I, and then I was like, Oh, I gotta have something for another book. So I'll save it. But like a couple of months ago, I went to a restaurant in Detroit that I didn't think was fancy, at least open table didn't say so when I made a reservation and they did not let me in because I was not dressed nicely enough. Wow. So whatever glamour you think is happening over here, whatever. (laughs) Nope. I am 40 years old. I mean, this truly was like a few months ago. Could not go eat $7 hush puppies at this restaurant because they didn't say which part. And it, it wasn't like, I don't know if it was one of those like kind of, you know how, well, at least this used to happen in Chicago a lot where there would be like a restaurant that would turn into a nightclub at 11 PM. And there was like a bouncer. Well, this was in the middle of the day. And while I was standing out there waiting for my friend to go get the car that we had parked, uh, I'm standing with the bouncer, like uh, Googling everything about this restaurant I could find. Um, people came out wearing shorts and I was like, at least my pants come all the way to my ankles. I cannot believe that you won't let me in here. So I, I will write someday, like what I, I want to write like what I think I have clothes for. Good. Like, do I have funeral clothes? <laughs> do I have anything in my closet right now I can wear to a wedding? I so, love yeah. that. You know, they oh, they said, I, I remember this, a thing that haunts me is there was an article a really long time ago before I turned 30. Um, and I'm 30, almost 33 now. But there was an article that was like every kind of outfit that a 30 year old should have in their closet or whatever. And I had none of them. It was like for, uh-huh. it was like a first date, like a job interview, like a fancy mall. And I was like, I don't own. I was like, I have I have jeans that do not have holes in them and many black leggings. So I would I would love to read that. I feel like that's the relatable content I'm looking for. And I'm sure the uh, the G Thanks Book Club will appreciate that. I'm so so. so glad we made this work, and I'm really excited about Me the too. the Tushy Travel Bidet twenty nine dollars. <laughs> Incredible recommendation. I'm gonna start I really watching. Hope people buy it. I think people will. No one can buy toilet paper right now. Like this is a 
great recommendation. Like our butts yes. need to be cleaned and there is a yes, shortage in America. Um, yeah. Samantha Irby, the author of Wow, No Thank You. Thank you so much for coming on G Things Just Bought It. And I hope you return again soon. I will. Thank you, Carol. I am for it.